0: Welcome to another episode of Axe of the Blood God, an independent RPG podcast. I'm your host, Cat Bailey. Joining me as always is my lovely co-host, Nadia Oxford.
1: Hello, Kat. Here we are dragging ourselves across the finish line of 2022 and bright-eyed and bushy-tailed for 2023. Oh, this yeah.
0: A lie. I'm doing great.
1: You sound great.
0: I sound amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, If I sound like I have a frog in my throat, I apologize. I've been hacking up a lung because I'm very sick right now but I'm doing it all for the blood god. Let's go. Also joining me is my equally lovely co-host, Eric Van Allen.
2: I have no reason to fear 2023 because it can't do anything to me that 2020 through 2022 didn't already do to me, but it is just another year, ain't it?
1: (laughs) I was going to say, don't say that. You don't really understand how weird things are getting.
2: (laughs) No, no, but now see my, my hope is gone. That's the important part is like, we, we took the safety breaks off and now we just know <laughs> that things are going to get worse and dumber. And so like you could just embrace it. You know, Yeah, That's the, the, fun the most part.
1: vital step is losing your hope. So congratulations uh-huh, on that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This is
0: 2020 part four, which means that it's now a bad horror franchise. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Usually part four is one of the worst, right? Yeah. And then 2024 will be the reboot of 2020. Great. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want to get off Mr. Bone's wild ride. The original director is going to come back for 2020, 2024. Be like, no, it all went off the rails. Getting it back. Getting back to the horrible roots. Yes, in this week's episode, we will be previewing the year in RPGs that will be 2023. Right now, we're quite optimistic about what to look forward to. It looks like there are a lot of big games. On the other hand, we were quite optimistic last year because it looked like there were going to be a lot of big games, and then they all got delayed. Maybe this time we will not be disappointed. We shall see. Before we get to that, uh, thank you so much for supporting the podcast. If you enjoy it, please leave a review on the podcast share of your choice. You can follow me on Twitter at the underscore capot, Nadia is at Nadia Oxford. And Eric is at CMOOSI, S-E-A-M-O-O-S-I. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com slash Pod, where we have tons of bonus content, including our huge rambling end-of-the-year wrap-up with Reb Valentine and Michael Hyam. It's a blast and a half. You got to go read it. You got to go listen to it. Do whatever you do with a podcast. You might transcribe it. I don't know. Um, eat it. Eat it. Also, there's Charlene Dropouts our um, twice-monthly Final Fantasy XIV podcast, and all of the wonderful bonus content like Autumn of the Avatar and now Winter of Wick. Okay, let's talk about what to look forward to as we head into 2023. And the first question that I'm going to ask is, can 2023 measure up to the year that was the vintage year that was twenty seventeen
2: discuss. Mm. Yeah, it's it's hard to say based on quality alone, but it does yeah. feel like twenty twenty-three is is the follow-up that should have happened. If we look at the the video game industry in cycles, and usually there's a pretty safe like five year cycle that you're going to see a lot of big games because 2012 was a pretty big year in games, 2017 was a pretty big year in games, 2022 would have then followed, but hey, something happened. <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard about it. <laughs> it's called a pandemic, and so um, it, it's looking like 2023 is going to deliver on a lot of that. Um, you know, we're getting a Breath of the Wild follow up, where we're getting um, Starfield finally. Uh we're getting some big Kickstarter projects like uh Audin and I don't actually I don't think Sea of Stars was a Kickstarter project, but it's it's we're we're getting some some notable indies and and like outside uh lane shots here. Uh so it does feel like all of them are going to arrive and potentially deliver. I mean, I would be baffled at this point if any of the stuff that we know about at this point. Uh gets delayed because it would have been more delays on top of what's already been delayed. So yeah. it, it does feel like the finish line's coming up fast and they maybe can't push it any further than they've already pushed some stuff. So uh I would say that I feel like we're going to get the games now if they end up measuring up to, to twenty seventeen is a different question entirely because how can you measure up to near automata? Nothing can measure up to near automata. So
1: and that was a year Persona five too, wasn't it?
2: Persona yeah, it was Persona 5. Five. I mean, we uh, all
0: remember it as the Breath of the Wild year. Breath of the yeah. Wild
2: year, Super Mario Odyssey year, Splatoon two year. year, yeah, um, yeah. joyful yeah. year, Infinity Doki Doki Literature Club year. You know, fun fact that was in the middle of that PUBG Actually. launch year. That was when oh, PUBG that's right, launched. that was PUBG, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I go back through my my game of the year list and that's how I remember all of them. So like What Remains of Edith Finch was that year. Battle Chef Brigade, an underrated masterpiece. And I expect that 2023 will probably have some underrated masterpieces as well. Oh, I think
1: it's going to be like a, a a pretty intense year of missed masterpieces Yes, yet again, unfortunately. Like this year was bad enough with the blunderbuss at the end of the year, but next year is going to be so packed and there's going to be so many of those games, I think, are going to be so incredible. Like, I think, obviously, uh, Tears of the Kingdom is going to be a big one. Uh, mm-hmm. Starfield is another big one. Just those two alone. You think about how Xenoblade and Elden Ring just ate up the this year. And there's just two similarly sized games on the horizon, including everything else that's coming out. Uh, it's going to be busy.
2: You want to talk about Game Freak launching two Pokemon games in a year next year. Theoretically, as of right now, Square Enix is going to launch two major Final Fantasy games next year uh, in Rebirth and in 16. Wait,
0: Rebirth is not coming out in 2023.
2: They said 2023.
0: I'm planting my flagpole. There's no way in hell it's coming out in 2023.
2: 2024. Eric's, Eric's bold bold prediction number one of the podcast is not only will rebirth come out in 2023 but it'll be generally better received than 16 Mm. Mm -hmm.
1: i was gonna say also don't forget about the third the next expansion for ff14 which is a ff game in itself practically i
2: still i still can't get with you on that i think that one's gonna get pushed i think that one's gonna early 2024
1: they, as Mike says, they are on a, a an alternating timeline, an unspoken agreement with Blizzard. Every other year, everyone, someone has an expansion. They don't compete with each other on that front.
0: Yeah, there will be an FF14. There will be an FF14 expansion. Um, I think that Final Fantasy VII Rebirth will get an early 2024 release date. That's what I think. Hmm. hmm. Um. Maybe. I mean, it is square, so I want to put it past them to release sixteen in the summer and rebirth in like December. They just fired
2: all the cannons, cat. They fired yeah. all the cannons. They gotta load them back up so they can fire again this ball. <laughs> I'm sorry, my on really of it.
0: On this podcast. Just for the hell of it, I kinda <laughs> do want to take your I do kinda wanna take your bet. And all right, Mike, All right. What would be like, uh, who has the higher Metacritic scores? Basically, what it is, like, I'm, I'll, I'll say Final Fantasy 16 will have a higher Metacritic score.
2: I think if they both come can out in 2023, that, that Rebirth will do better on on Open Critic slash Metacritic. Uh,
0: I, th- I think
2: I think I think you're probably bet,
0: right, but just for the hell of it,
2: I do kind of want to make this a bet. I'm, I'm actually kind of right. interested. Ooh, bet right.
0: money. Someone bet their
1: house, so I can really get into this.
2: Yeah, yeah, all these houses that I own with my amazing wealth <laughs> that I've accrued <laughs> from my from my work. No, just ask the nice guy from the mafia.
1: He'll give everything you need, Eric.
2: I'll I'll build you a gingerbread house if if I lose this bet. And in fact, I'll build a gingerbread house that you can then demolish with a bat if you want to.
0: Well, you can't Are you mail my,
2: it. You can't have my house because I only own part of it. I think it'd be a little
0: embarrassing for the rest of the group if I was like, "By the way, Eric owns our house now. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Fun owns my fact. room. <laughs> We're tenants. <laughs> We're just tenants here now." I th- okay. When I think about um, the year of 2023, it's always hard to say because 2017 was so transformative. It wasn't just that amazing games came out. The Switch launched, and that was a big deal. That was a transformative moment for Nintendo. Also, PUBG launched and kind of popularized the Battle Royale genre as we know it today. That was a huge turning point as we know it. Uh, I think Fortnite was the year after. Yeah, it was like 2018. But yeah, it was remarkable. It was a remarkably big year. So even if Starfield and Tears of the Kingdom end up hitting, in some ways it's playing the hits more than being transformative. Breath of the Wild transformed Zelda and Nintendo in so many ways. Tears of the Kingdom will be like, yeah, like, I'm sure it'll be amazing. But we know what to expect this time around. What are the chances that it's going to come out alongside, along,
1: like, we're going to see a new a new trailer soon. And what are the chances it's going to come out alongside a trailer for this, the new Switch?
2: Oh, I I don't think they start talking about a new switch anytime. Because that's the one we've been chasing for for years. I remember when I was in, in twenty nineteen writing stuff about like so and so rumored says that a switch pro is right around I think the corner. It was going to happen, People have been chasing then, this dragon for ages. The
1: pandemic. I, I think the OLED was supposed to be an upgraded switch. I really do. But the chip shortage
0: just effed everything <laughs> up. That's the rumor. That's the speculation. Who even knows what's happening? In Nintendo, but uh, I I guess there have been a lot of rumors out there that Nintendo is finally ready to unveil some kind of upgraded Switch in the uh, new year. I suppose that was going to be one of the questions that I was going to ask: Is are we going to finally get a new Switch in twenty twenty three? I say yes. I think so. I think so. Like 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 five years. And I, I, think that Nintendo wanted to release one last year. Yeah, me too. And this is this is them shooting their shot. Breath of the Wild, like Tears of the Kingdom, plus upgraded Switch. That is a hell of a double header. At the back, people half will of the buy an upgraded Switch for Zelda easily. Yeah, I mean, it would make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? But when does Nintendo ever made sense? On occasion, once in a while. They're a lot more intentional now than they used to be.
2: Uh, Here's something I'll float out that I think is going to happen. And purely because I want it to happen, to be clear. Um, I think that these rumors of a remaster of Horizon Zero Dawn coming to PS5 that we've heard have to be true. And that's only because the objectively funniest thing would be if it came out. Right around the time that Tears of the Kingdom came out. You
1: know it's gonna happen. There's no it way it can't be happen. Objectively
2: hilarious. <laughs> <It> would- <laughs> so I desperately need Horizon Zero Dawn to get beaten by Breath of the Wild twice.
1: <laughs> I'm just thinking that they're just gonna be making the the uh, Horizon Zero Dawn game turn out on because to keep the meme going. Yeah, I want them. Let's to make keep, another game to get squashed. I feel like place. that's what they
2: would do it for. It's just like every well, time they make a Horizon, a really good game comes out. Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. Breath of the Wild, Horizon Forbidden West, Elden Ring. I need them to keep making Horizon because somehow making Horizon also makes really good video games come In, out. I'm going to make separately. a Marvel Snap <laughs> reference.
0: Horizon is Jubilee, and so every time you put it out. It just summons forth in an absolute banger of a game. Yes,
2: yes. Horizon is, is Jubilee from Marvel Snap. I like th- <laughs> I like this analogy. Razzle Dazzle. Um Yeah, no, I, I I actually think Tears of the Kingdom could be a big thing, and only because I think when the Zelda team gets a chance to take a second stab at a game, it turns out really interestingly and, and, and yeah. always ends up being really cool. I mean Majora's Mask, Link Between Worlds. Uh, You could argue that Oracle of Ages, uh, Oracle of Seasons is a follow up to Link's Awakening, even though they're pretty unrelated lore wise. They are kind of following up on the same ideas of Link's Awakening, which itself was a follow up. Uh, So I like when the Zelda team gets weird and this is like a really good opportunity for them to get weird. I mean, they had like that uh, beef jerky arm. You know, hanging off like like freeze dried Ganondorf and all the weird runes and stuff. And it it looks like it could get real, real freaky in a way that, that I'd be down for. I like the way Link can go through
1: objects like that's very big Illusion of Gaia vibes with Shadow who
0: can do the same thing. That's pretty cool. What do we think will be the biggest RPG of the first half of the year?
2: So like up through the end of June, then. Yeah, I don't Um, really
0: count tears of the kingdom, by the
1: way. Well, that's a given. So thinking of something else, uh, I think
2: of what's been announced so far. You're um, not going to
0: like my answer.
2: I think it's going to be Diablo, probably. I don't agree.
0: What do you think it's going to be, Kat? I think it's going to be Hogwarts Legacy.
2: Probably Uh, barf probably yeah, sorry.
1: there's a lot of like i know we're not exactly into it but there's a lot of like still a huge amount of harry potter casual fans out there who will eat it up in two seconds flat who don't really follow
0: the drama i'm really bracing i'm really bracing myself for how stressful this is gonna be yeah but it's that. gonna be a humongous game humongous
2: i just okay set set aside the the massive like turfdom of its creator right which is Mm -hmm. which is one of the the major pieces and why i personally just don't want to engage with it to begin with um even if you push that aside this is coming from someone who read harry potter a lot as a child and and loved harry potter as a child and then as he grew up maybe did some more critical reading of of the content of harry potter which you know set aside jk rowling's politics there are also just things within harry potter that make it a very messy text Mm -hmm. and not all that great of a text to begin with i watched some of that gameplay showcase because i heard what they were showing in it and i watched it and i just it looks kind of middling doesn't it? it it exhibits like a fundamental misunderstanding i think of what makes harry potter cool and it it reminds me a lot of what's been happening with star wars what's been happening with the MCU of like, let's just make a a battle thing. Like people, when they think about Hogwarts, they, they love that. Like, school life thing right like you're gonna go and you're gonna be in magical school and you're gonna go to class but your classes are gonna be about doing magic stuff and you'll get to hang out with your magic friends and get up to drama the best parts of harry potter was the drama i'm sorry order of the phoenix are you kidding me when he's all like messed up about cho chang and stuff i was eating that shit up when i was a teenager and still make me defend hogwarts legacy
0: i i watched a gameplay showcase of it and it looked like bully but
2: with magic (laughs)
0: <laughs> and, it's got yeah. air
2: juggling it's got like some weird thing where they're like you could be a dark wizard if you want to and i think it maybe it has some school stuff in there and they're just not showing it because that doesn't play no, as well it totally in the does. gameplay showcase but i
0: mostly it's like it has it does the it's your typical open world game exactly Where they're like you can go anywhere that you see do you see that tower there's the owlry you can go to the owlry You can customize your character out the wazoo. Look, you got purple hair, and they uh, they do the thing where you get all the stupid collectibles. Collect all the things. I I think the game itself is probably shaping up to be like a seven out of ten or an eight out of ten. I I really hate to say it, but all the numbers are pointing toward it being absolutely enormous.
2: Oh yeah, no people are going to be unavoidable because people are going to be like well, whatever I can justify playing. And you know what? Like I'm not condemning you. If you are a person that decides to play this game, uh, I just want you to like do so with the knowledge that, you know, you know, be an informed consumer and make a decision about that. I'm not as long as somebody knows what's up. If somebody's being like, Oh, I don't care. I I love this thing. Anyway, that's whatever. I don't care. Like live your life at the end of the day. Uh, Like, yeah. J.K. Rowling sucks ass, but <laughs> I'll say that on a podcast all day. Yes. But um I I think even if you are looking for like a magical school vibe thing, Witchbrook looks so good. Every time mm. I see Witchbrook and it pops up, I'm like, oh see, this is what I want. Like these are the vibes I'm looking for, is like Give me more of the Stardew persona, social management type stuff. Potionomics was a game. I, I'm, I'm now mad that I didn't talk about this in the year in review. Potionomics was a game that came out last year where you managed like a potion shop and could also like do relationship stuff that would feed back into your potion shop management. And those are kind of the vibes that I want out of a Hogwarts thing. And I think just reducing it down to the same open world bloat that every other like major AAA video game is nowadays is already wasting whatever like cool stuff you could have done with it and it's it's surprising to see when like we were talking about how marvel's honestly doing a really good job with putting some video games in places that are interesting like Foraxis and square enix and 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 coming up with some cool stuff from it and this just seems it seems safe it seems boring to me like is it going to do numbers yeah but i don't, I don't give a shit <laughs> <laughs>
0: I wish they would actually
2: release Witchbrook.
0: Um, yeah,
2: I want the I want to take take the time.
0: They, I they... I really don't like this 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 mood within the games media of we're just going to plug our ears and pretend like Hogwarts Legacy doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to confront it, like it yeah. or not. It's huge. It's going to be out. You got to report on it. You got to talk about it, and you got to talk about the controversy you gotta talk about why like things are going on with it, and you gotta talk about why this game is touching such such an uh, such a nerve within the trans community. you just do for mm-hmm. sure and you gotta grapple with the game on its own merits, otherwise you're just being disingenuous that's 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 what I
2: feel about this, so yeah. It's, it's not going to disappear because you're not paying attention to it. And especially if you're in the media, like, like if you're a consumer and something, yeah, you can totally ignore Hogwarts Legacy. That's fine. But not to turn this into media power hour again, but <laughs> it, it is it is something that you need to engage with. But I as much as I do think Hogwarts Legacy is going to make a splash, I think part of it, it might not like dominate. I think it's going to be hot for for guides and stuff like that and there'll be a sales number thing about it mm-hmm. but the game i see having a longer in the tooth discussion longer tale. if it comes yeah what's up longer, longer t- tail A longer tail yeah whatever i don't care you know you know i just use words and they mean something or they don't mean something but you knew what i meant <laughs> um I do think that if Starfield comes out, Starfield's going to dominate whenever it comes out because it's a Bethesda RPG. Like you you don't not talk about a Bethesda RPG all the time. Uh Tears of the Kingdom, we saw from Breath of the Wild how much that game can just eat. Like it it will be content for days and days and days. It'll it'll be great. I'm looking forward to that personally. But Diablo is going to be like a I think a major point of is is Blizzard does it have their shit together or not? And Mm. and that's what I'm kind of interested to see because especially post Diablo Immortal, like there's gonna be a lot of eyes on the monetization, on how the game is delivered, on whether it delivers, on whether it feels like a proper Diablo game, or if there's even like a whiff of cosmetics and transactions, people are gonna jump on that. Like it's going to be a litmus test for Blizzard moving forward in terms of like, what is Blizzard? nowadays compared to what blizzard used to be and so that's why i think diablo 4 is going to be big
0: i think it'll be very successful um i think that it will be received something like lost ark where it will sell extremely well and yet bizarrely not really be in the zeitgeist um or it'll be difficult to write around i'm not sure
2: how do we feel about forespoken are we excited for forespoken
0: i don't really care
2: to be honest with you it's not doing much for me. If it honestly. turns out,
1: like if it's one of those games where it turns out, oh, OK, this is actually pretty cool. You should play it. I'll be like, OK, I'll play it. But from my angle, it's just like, uh, nah.
2: There's a demo out, but like even then, I haven't heard like hot impressions coming out of the demo. Mostly just people being like, sure, yeah, OK, that's yeah. a video game like that's a playable vi- it, it really does feel like it's Why is it's being everybody up-
0: so out on this game. Is it just the marketing?
2: It's not the, the marketing. It's not very
1: good either, but I don't know. I just don't see anything that really snags me from the start. I could be wrong. If if it's just the marketing and it turns out, hey, this game's really good, which is extremely possible. Hey, good, good stuff.
2: I'll eat it I up. Think, I think they've got a really cool main character and a really cool idea. This whole like you get isekai into a new world, you've got a character who's who's a fresh approach, like modern New Yorker gets taken into King Arthur's court. <laughs> like, a that. yanking character. what did, did Isekai
0: become a thing? Because getting dragged into a new world is not was not invented by anime. No, okay, but the but term it, is really cool.
2: But <laughs> Isekai, yeah, not it's only is it a good shorthand, but like Isekai as a genre has become a whole thing in in. Anime specifically. So um
1: I just like that it's a verb as well yes. as like a noun. Oh, so and so got isekai into wherever. Like that's dumb perfect. God,
2: dumb god isekied, Dung god isekai.
1: would
2: That's what I want. I want a game where it's like Boomhauer from King of the Hill gets isekai. <laughs> and so he shows up and it's like this magical land, and they're like, well, You need to save us from the dark colors. Like, oh dangle, we'll go like a fireball and throwing that's the game I would play. But I I think it's like a cool concept, but then everything they've shown around it doesn't look interesting. Like the actual world that you go into looks super, just we made a fantasy fantasy world. world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a million times. It doesn't look interesting. And I think it's actually hurting it that it looks so similar to final fantasy 16. And whereas 16 is like going for that, like dark medieval approach and and like really going for it for spoken feels like it's just also doing the same thing and and you're trying to hit two things with the same tone but then also kind of trying to do the the tongue-in-cheek whoa you're telling me i have magic and yeah. a cuff that talks to that's like the worst ad i've ever seen
0: <laughs> it was pretty bad um <laughs> that was memed pretty hard wasn't it
2: yeah yeah, yeah. and i from what i've I understood i just the tone like of the looking at dumb. the
0: world it was really boring
2: yes yeah
0: it is a bad name. Forspoken?
2: It's not a, oh, a good really, that even name. It's a really bad name.
0: Really bad name. Very Every time easy people to work with. Let's say Forspoken.
2: Forspoken? The Force of Spokens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's more memorable, uh,
2: though. Every time people are like, "Triangle Strategy is a bad name," I'm like, "No, it's not because you remember it. You remember it. You remember Octopath Traveler. You're not going to remember Forspoken three years from now."
1: <laughs> when I hear for, "when I hear Forspoken," I have to untangle it from other games in my mind. You know what I mean? Like, I don't instantly say, "Oh, this is what it is. This is what it is." It's like, "Is that the one where such and such, or is it the one where such and such?" And you have to think about it, which
0: is not what you want from a name. I uh, I literally just looked it up. It apparently means to bewitch. Sure. Is this a thing? Sure. To cast a bad spell, and they couldn't over? call
2: it bewitched, you know. There's some troublesome TV show that now that's a game I'd play. I would play a bewitched game. That'd be yeah, a, so would a good I. time. Well, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, when you're like trying to hide
0: your magical powers from <laughs> while well, helping your husband, that's Agent Forty Seven, don't yeah. use magic, mm-hmm. Samantha. I do it in like the 1960s style. Do 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 i would love a 60s sitcom video game that'd be fun
1: oh my god it would it'd be fun it'd just be i would, like I would play Knight. a brady bunch because i used to watch a brady bunch all the time for some reason
2: telltale games presents the brady bunch <laughs>
1: Marsha loses it and like someone's like killing someone's killing the family and you think it's Marsha automatically but she's a red herring it Turns out to be the oliver or the dog it has to be oliver <laughs> <laughs>
2: Stupid it's just a kid there's the, oh, my nose, and then Jane will remember that. Um, yeah, Jane will remember that. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, God, I love the Brady Bunch. I used to watch the Brady Bunch all the time as yeah, a kid. Yeah, it was
1: on TBS for some reason. Like, oh, just, we had, like, we had tapes
2: hate. of it. We taped it. Oh. So actually, so there were commercials that went with it that are like intrinsically like tied into my Those my are my internet gold viewing. now. You
1: should digitize those.
2: Yeah. I don't know if we still have them. We might have gotten rid of them when we got rid of our VHS collection, but I should ask my mom sometime. She could have sent them down with the cookies. Um, Ooh, so,
0: so Eric provided this very helpful list of games coming out each month with current release dates. So why do we go month by month? Yeah, let's do it. Pick the game that we're most excited about. Sounds good. Um, January, I can't say that I'm like extremely excited about any of these. Um, not even, fire- but I will throw out Fire Emblem. Engage, I was say, yes. I'm yeah. excited about Fire Emblem. I'm excited about yeah, Fire Emblem.
2: You played so much Fire Emblem Heroes. Fire Emblem Engage is like made for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it really is. I guess I, I'm really turned off by that hero.
2: Yeah, <laughs> with no, the hair. it's a bad design. The Crest Toothpaste Hero is not a good I'll design. I'll probably just
1: keep him in Dragon form. That's what you're probably supposed to do anyway.
2: Um, it it really seems like a super fan fanservice-y Fire Emblem in a way that I dig down to the point that you can like. Go to the Amiibo Gazebo, which I'm glad they brought the Amiibo Gazebo back because that was in Fates. I think Fates had the Amiibo Gazebo and that was the best. And so I'm glad that uh, Amiibo Gazebo is back. But you can scan your your Fire Emblem Amiibo and you will get music from the game that that Fire Emblem character was in and also their outfit that you can then like put on characters so you can have your your random fire emblem people cosplay as lucina or corin or other characters and that's really fun i think that's that's cool. that's cool it'd be cooler if fire emblem amiibo weren't so darn difficult to get a hold of they're literally the hardest amiibo to find
1: i have a lucina and a Crom, so i think i'm set
2: yeah i i have lucina and fem corin and I, I might have a Roy. I don't like any of the
0: I don't like any of the Fire Emblem Amiibos. So I don't own any of them.
2: Oh, uh, the the Lucina one's really boring. good. The Lucina
0: one's good. I love yeah.
2: Lucina. It's like a I
0: love Lucina too.
2: It's like an S tier Amiibo. For, we should do Amiibo tier list sometime. We should.
1: I have a whole bunch. Looking, I'm looking at I have kicks from uh, Animal Crossing. He's the only Animal Crossing one I have. I just love him. I love his design. It,
2: but so Fire Emblem Engage is, is a big one. I also think One Piece Odyssey could be really cool. Uh, I every don't even... everyone I know who has played it or has checked it out has been interested in it. So. How is it,
1: Kat? Is it any good?
2: It's fine. Yeah,
0: I'm not a One Piece fan. Yeah, neither oh, am not I. Either. So yeah. So as a non-One Piece fan, I don't know any who any of these people are or what's going on. It's pretty. Um, battle system is okay from a turn-based standpoint. It seems like a pretty standard Bandai Namco. Um, uh, turn-based rpg it's probably gonna be better than Kakarot.
2: oh uh, oh Kakarot yeah.
1: was a huge disappointment I, I really wanted that to be good
2: i do think bandai namco has been doing some solid rpg work like scarlet nexus was really good um obviously tales of arise i thought was one of the better entries in that in that series and one piece is looking solid like they're they're doing some cool stuff and they're really capturing the vibe so like more power to them. Like are, they're not, you know, blow off the barn doors like they're they're not these huge blockbuster things that you could like lead a, a stream showcase with, you know, in the way that you could with the Final Fantasy. But you need your like seven, eight out of 10 RPGs. And Bandai Namco has been delivering on that front. Now, give us a Gundam RPG. God dang it. Yes. <laughs> Where is it? What are you doing? What was the there was a PS2. They're Gundam tactics RPG tactics RPGs. Yeah. There's was like a PS2 yeah. series that, that was like RPGs. Yeah, it's RPGs. called MS Saga. Yeah. There was only one of them though. I thought there were more of them for some reason. Okay, well, we need more. Bandai on Amco, it's, it's your turn. You got to step up.
0: Another day is here and you're
2: ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Uh,
0: Just to talk about Fire Emblem Engage really quickly. I I can't believe that they put the... I, I can, but also can't believe that they put the Three Houses characters as DLC
2: how evil okay (laughs) i like that they're in there i hate that they are all one character i wanted separate Uh rings yeah what are you doing apparently you have to marry all of the house leaders which darn it i'll do it but i wanted to be able to individually marry them too
1: (laughs) oh that Um, would not work out they do not really get along very well they would really be good polycule
0: material (laughs) no
2: R- um, ranking the Bolly yeah, RPGs
0: <laughs> I played so much Fire Emblem Heroes because it was a gotcha game and gotcha games are unholy yeah they are and can really grab me
2: mm-hmm.
0: at the right and it was a tactics RPG
2: mm-hmm. and
0: it was very bite-sized and digestible and I like the art actually the art was very cute yeah in mobile game terms it was actually it was very um, nice Fire Emblem Engage is not a gotcha game um, it doesn't seem to be much of a traditional Fire Emblem game. Seems very focused on, I mean, the conceit is a little weird. Feels very focused on the tactics aspect in the fan service, which I suppose is not bad. Um, I guess I'm okay with the idea of building up an army of my choosing of lords to go and fight.
1: And stuff. I wonder but... if it'll be like if Fryam, the first thing he says was like, I, I'm not with my sister. Like, that was hilarious. The first thing he said in my room. Some people think I'm banging my sister. It's not true. Okay, your t-shirt is answering <laughs> these
2: questions. R- rumors of my, <laughs> rumors my situation <laughs> greatly exaggerated. Um, I just laughed I think, my
0: ass off when I got that. I think I wanted a either real fire emblem or either I wanted a real fire emblem, or I wanted a remake of um, Geo- *Genealogy of the Holy War*. Genealogy, I'd and love to have. This isn't yeah. either of them. It's weird. We'll see. I don't know like, why this game exists? I think
1: it'll be a good January game because it'll be. It's still kind of an empty month. Well, not empty, but like a little bit slow. So it's one of the bigger games for the month, and I'll
0: dedicate some some time to it for sure. February, obviously, the game that I am most excited to play. In February 2023, is Theater Rhythm final bar line.
2: Oh which heck is releasing yeah! releasing
0: February 16th for PlayStation 4 and Switch. Need need need. I love the Theater Rhythm games. It's gonna be jam packed full of songs. It's gonna be great. When they announced Theater Rhythm, like uh, I think it was
1: during that Nintendo Direct, everyone said, "Oh, it's too many farming games." All, all I heard in my head was Theater Rhythm, and I was just like, "Oh, best direct ever! I am I'm sold! I'm sold."
2: Uh. Yeah, that's definitely, honestly, legitimately high up on my list. But um, I'm curious about Octopath 2.
0: I think too. Octopath 2 yeah. could be
2: all right. Um, I I did like that original one in the end, but I, I just had weird issues with mostly the writing and how unconnected so much of it felt and not in the way that, that felt though. interesting. I think there's a,
1: a big thing they're fixing in the second one.
2: Well, I, I felt like Live Alive works In the way that it does that, and I felt like Octopath, the way it just kind of was like, hey, you can bounce around between the storylines, do whatever you want, and you would kind of have to like travel the overworld and stuff from what I remember. I just remember it felt very strange the way that they interlinked those characters to the point that you could have them in your party when you were doing other stories, but then they just kind of wouldn't exist in those worlds. And I think if they were more, you got to either separate them further like Live Alive does or you've got to connect them more like they, they were separated. in this weird gray area yeah
0: like a dragon ishin um i feel like i have a giant backlog of yakuza games me too i'm out on like a dragon i tried to beat that stupid wrecking ball twice three times and it was such a boring boss fight that i quit
2: oh oh yeah how so, to beat a wrecking ball You got to punch it you got to punch it you just got to punch it harder Uh, i punched it hard no you gotta punch it harder (laughs) i killed it (laughs) but then my save got messed up Uh, worst so like a dragon is is the uh i forgot what it's called it's the the one where they're doing kind of a stage play and it's it's old timey but it's it's all like yakuza characters playing those those old historical figures um it's going to play a lot more like a traditional, like a Dragon Slash Yakuza game. So it's not an RPG in that sense, but I do feel like Yakuza has a lot of DNA similar to an RPG within it. So if we're counting that, yeah, I want to play some Like a Dragon Ishin. That looks real good. It looks real, real, real good.
0: I want to play Yakuza Zero
2: first. What's up? I want to play Yakuza Zero. First. Have you not played Yakuza Zero? No. Yeah, that's your that's your holiday homework that that game is so good i'm finishing blood and wine okay and, and then do yakuza 0 after that and you'll have played two of the best things that were released on the ps4 is <laughs> blood and wine and yakuza 0 um okay and then you will do have that the trifecta it'll be those two in bloodborne that's the ps4 trifecta i'm also interested in seeing tales of symphonia remastered even though it's really just looking like they're putting that game on modern systems and and that's nice i'm glad that there's an easy way to play that game uh there will be an easy way to play that game i'm also not expecting the world from it so uh i also like i i'm almost dreading going back to it because i feel like when i you know i have it for gamecube and when i played on gamecube i kind of have those expectations in my head of what it's going to be but when i play Mm -hmm. it on a modern system i'm worried that i'm suddenly going to be like oh, this doesn't play as smooth as I remember it playing. You know, I can deal with that on the the GameCube when I'm in the mindset for retro, but I think held up to remaster scrutiny, it might not hold up as well Um, because it's going to feel a bit clunkier even compared to Vesperia. Um, yeah, for sure. They've done a lot of tune-ups on that series over the years. So
1: Since playing Arise, it might be hard to go back to that far. Oh,
2: it's, yeah, no, Arise is so different from Symphonia. It's it's radically different in a lot of ways. Uh, I can't imagine.
1: And they, they didn't really do anything to upgrade the battle system that you know of?
2: No, no, they're, they're just doing Tales of Symphonia. And look, mm-hmm. I, I love Tales of Symphonia, but um, it's an old battle system. It's going yeah. cool to show... It's going to show some some wear and tear. It is a remaster. Um. Right. Yeah. Yeah, to be clear, it is do not expect the world of this thing. So go into it with that. But if you want to see Tales of I History, thought yeah. Tales
0: of Symphonia was so good.
2: It is. It's really good. I think the story is fantastic and the battle system mm. for its time was very good, but even the Tales series itself has really iterated and built up over it. I think like of that style berseria is probably the best one and then arise i would say is almost like a completely different system um yeah yeah
0: now you have me wanting to find my fire emblem heroes characters
2: i know right (laughs) i i went back and i found that old screenshot and i was like oh i forgot i had so many good characters i had all of the good characters until i stopped playing okay Mm. let's
0: talk about march Mm -hmm. Which has The Legend of Heroes Trails to Azure? Yes. A game mm-hmm. that has been long awaited by Trails fans. I have nothing else to say about this game. <laughs> yeah, I, I got going to say, I I, I'm, I'm
1: kind of behind on Trails. <laughs> but a Trails game is usually always cause for celebration. So you won't catch me complaining about originally it.
0: originally released on the PlayStation Portable in September 2011. It was subsequently released on Windows. And, well, no, it's going to be out on Windows here. It was subsequently released on PlayStation Vita and PlayStation 4 and apparently Nintendo Switch. And now it's finally coming out for realsies. Hmm. This may be one of the ones that's being uh, that has the, the fan translation. Right. Right. I think so. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm excited for Trails fans. I'm always happy that they're, like, finally getting you know, some recognition from the broader RPG community. Now they're not, they're not quite again, they're not, they're not the scale of a final fantasy or a dragon quest or anything like that, but they're, they're getting, they're getting some shout outs. They're getting some love. They're getting some I'm, attention. I'm happy. I'm looking for them. at
1: this this list and I'm looking at seeing Skull and Bones. Are they shirts coming out? Or is yeah, I don't, a, I don't a think Skull out?
2: and Bones is allowed to come out anymore. Yeah. I think it has to constantly be pushed back. It's the button from Lost. Somebody has to go in there and delay Skull and Bones every so often. <laughs> <laughs> or the universe collapses upon itself. Exactly. Uh, it's
0: like uh, Prince of Persia, a game that's never
2: coming out. Yeah, Prince of Persia, Beyond Good and Evil 2 uh oh,
1: that's that's a real bummer of a game there ain't it games
2: that conceptually exist
1: <laughs> they exist in someone's mind uh peppa pig world adventure
2: eh? um, i have peppa, no idea i, I don't know uh, peppa pig pig. That well. yeah i want to say there was something else i got announced for I'm, I'm looking around a little bit resident but, evil um,
1: 4 remake not an rpg but i'll probably play it
2: i mean that's that's gonna be a big game just because i feel like that's the last remake we're going to get i don't think they're gonna remake five probably not <laughs> I, I don't think anyone over there Cavcom, is being like you know what we got to do next right remake five Remake
1: six yeah oh, everyone loves six
2: code veronica would be cool i just don't think the code veronica has the um the pull you know I, yeah I, I think if they were going to do code veronica they would have done it between three and four but since they're jumping right to four especially because three Pro- so did really set the world on fire. Like like two, yeah. two was very good. Two was big. Yeah, two and was a big deal. Three came out and everyone they was like, They eh.
0: should never do Code Veronica. Yeah. They shouldn't do five either. Do no. six.
2: Do Revelations. I was six. <laughs> do, do like a full like remake of the Revelations games because those are the ones that I hear from the Resident Evil sickos that those are really, really good. It's so. the
0: Revelations people. Here's the game that I am most excited to play in march it's not it's not an rpg it is star wars jedi survivor i really liked fallen order yeah it was like god of war meets elden ring mm-hmm. or a soulsborne game it uh i really liked the combat it felt really good to me story was all right very nice graphics and when i watched that trailer during the game awards i was like i'm in i'm excited to play this partially hydrogenated Uh, star wars thing Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. bad for your heart but it's fun to eat yeah do y'all know much about wolong fallen dynasty oh
2: this is the team
0: ninja game i forgot about it to be perfectly honest with you i
2: i watched a i watched like a youtube video of someone playing that demo that was going around and i could not make out like it, it, it just went in one ear and out the other. There was nothing that stuck to my brain about it. I was like, okay, cool. Like that's, that seems like a thing for people who like those things, but it did not do much for me personally. Um, I just don't, don't have an interest. I hope that by this point in March that we either have a release date or have already seen the release of sea of stars. Cause I think sea of stars is supposed to be in early 2023. Um, and I'm really... Boy, that might be a big surprise. I'm really hoping that by this point we have Sea of Stars or we know when Sea of Stars is launching because yeah. that's the one that I I really want to get around to. Uh, I did like The Messenger quite a bit. I think I gave The Messenger a perfect score.
0: Yeah, you were really high on it. It was a
2: very good game. I loved it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm glad people know that now. Mm-hmm. April is quite dead. And I... Uh,
2: I'm not playing Dead Island 2. No, <laughs> I, I played uh, that you, first one. That was all I needed.
1: You, you got the Battle Network Legacy Collection, which might yeah. be worth uh, delving into. Um,
2: that's that's when Kat, you and I got to eat our vegetables. And we got to play some Mega Man <laughs> Battle Network. <laughs> Nadia's going to force us.
1: <laughs> no, I won't force you. Like it's a very is much an a, RPG. To be honest, it's not my favorite of the Mega Man series. Like it's uh, definitely a really interesting. What is? Is it X? My favorite is definitely X. I, I just wanted mm. another X game, for Christ's sake, before I die, please. I, I would like put myself in charge of writing another X RPG that doesn't suck balls.
0: I think I could do that. My favorite Mega Man is Mega Man 3. It's a good one. I 3
1: was my first. I am biased towards 3. People say, oh, 3 is not good. It's incomplete. I like it. I ha- it has so many cool, weird ideas, like the dog robot secondary stages. They never did that again, and that was a cool idea.
2: I agree. I've played th- I've played three Mega Man games in my life. I've played Mega Man on the Game Boy. I've played Mega Man Zero for the DS. And no, Mega Man-
1: these, uh Z X, but yeah.
2: Yeah, I've i played Z X and its sequel on the DS. Those uh, those two yeah, ones then. that were on the DS. Yeah. Yeah and, and Z- zx or whatever on the ds was my favorite so it was,
1: that was a good series it, it never it was really went series. anywhere it's was, it was fun but, uh you have to play Mega Man x like i think that is the one Mega Man game everybody needs to play any action game fan needs to play okay. x this is a perfect okay. action game cat back me up on this uh which one Mega Man x
0: yeah that's that's a really good one that's one i just sit down and go through once in a while because it just feels good to play the OG Mega Man X goes down easy. Very, very easy. It's a good game. Gorgeous, great soundtrack. Electric guitars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um I love that title screen. Yeah. It never fails to get hyped in that kind of 90s way. Yeah. Um I'm I'm switching over to RPG site cuz I have questions about game informers list. I, I They're valid. Um they're, they're valid. I like Jill. But um May 2023, obviously the biggest game of May 2023 is WrestleQuest.
2: Wait, did we? Oh, okay, yeah, okay. We're on May. Gotcha. Um, I, yeah. I think that game looks cute. It it looks it looks neat. I have questions about like how it's going to stretch out over the course of an entire RPG. And I am curious, but I think some of the writing they've got in that game, especially, has me really interested. So. I'll probably be checking that one out because it's not like I'm going to be playing another game in May. What other massive video game could be coming out in May that could be eating up every waking hour of my life? Who's who could say? Absolutely nothing. Think, of course, I'm talking about Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. <laughs> Sounds like some kind of Suicide Squad. That, that one I wasn't going to play at all. And then they they came out with the news that it's going to be Kevin Conroy's last batman performance and now i might actually play that game because of that
1: (laughs) way to pull my
0: heartstrings. it looks horrible
2: i don't i don't (laughs) want to play (laughs) it i don't think it looks like a fun game but yeah
0: can we stop making suicide squad things for a second nobody wants them my take
2: i I just think this is going to turn into the entertainment power hour but like I think DC has trouble figuring out what is compelling about oh, yeah. the DC universe because yeah, a bit. God, if the they, answer is Batman. Well, Batman, but look, OK, take the idea of Suicide Squad of OK, you're doing team based things and going or Gotham Knights, same thing, and just apply the Teen Titans to it. And I'm sold. I'm in there. Teen and, Titans
1: Go is the funniest thing I've ever watched. Like, I don't like DC, but I love Teen Titans Go. It's always stupidly fun.
2: Like, like, I love Teen Titans. I love Young Justice. I love the the Justice League 2000s era animated show. I love the old Justice League. Meanwhile, at the Legion of Doom, <laughs> yeah, like of Doom. It's like I I feel like I wish they would modern, get Green Lantern to work. I like yes, Green Lantern. Green Lantern's cool. I fun. like Green Lantern. Green Lantern's neat. Flash is cool. I can't say Except. I'm that interested in a Wonder Woman game, to be honest with you. I feel like it's just going to play like Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> I feel like we already got a Wonder Woman game. <laughs> I don't really care about the DC.
0: I only care about Mad hmm. So that's my take on that. Uh, June. Uh, well, we got two heavy hitters, Final Fantasy sixteen and Diablo four. And um, my take is that Diablo 4 will be more successful than Final Fantasy Sixteen.
2: Oh, leads and bounds. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. it's
0: Diablo. There's no way it's not going to be. Especially
1: considering, like, if you take it from, like, a worldwide perspective, but Diablo is definitely not going to be more popular.
0: I think Sixteen will be popular.
1: Yeah, it will be popular.
0: I think it'll be good. It's going to be pretty I'm, great. I'm putting that out there.
1: I think it'll be good. I, I, I mean, have uh... a lot of faith in Yoshi P and the Final Fantasy Word team. Like, Heaven's Word is just everything it was game of thrones but what i wanted game of thrones to be basically
2: i think 16 is going to do really well purely by virtue of it being this ps5 game in an era where i still feel like people are really hungry for the quote-unquote exclusive next gen experience because we're still kind of standing in the realm between old consoles and new consoles so like final fantasy 16 as a ps5 console exclusive will be something that people will probably care a lot about because they'll, they'll get to play something that's shiny and new and made for newer consoles. And that's exciting in and of itself. Uh, I think the story looks fine. I, after that, that interview, I'm a little bit more hesitant just because, you know, his, the, the meandering comments about, you know, why there aren't more diverse characters in Final Fantasy to the side and those were some meandering comments. Uh, I, I just also got the sense that it felt like it was almost playing it safe. Like, like I'm, I'm wondering what this game is going to do. That's going to feel substantially different, and I'm worried it's just going to be just an RPG story with some production value. And I'm down for that, but I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Who can say? Whoops. <laughs> uh, I will say Street Fighter Six looking darn good though.
1: Yeah, Street Fighter Six looking pretty awesome, and I've yeah. been interested in Street Fighter game for a long time.
2: I I think a lot of people are going to play Street Fighter.
0: I can't believe how good SF Six looks. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I, I like, like the idea of just going around Metro City with an avatar and being the crap out of one who looks at me funny.
2: Yeah, yeah, like the the single player stuff is is neat, and they're they're experimenting experimenting with it in a cool way that could arguably you know RPG like uh then you building up a character and running around and i like the idea of making a character that has Dalsim's kicks and you know like the the hold back charge punches of sonic boom that was the word i was looking for the sonic booms of guile and, and a bunch of other moves but yeah. i think there's street fighter 4 was a game that honestly took the world by storm a little bit it was probably the biggest fighting game around until dragon ball fighters came out mm-hmm. uh, And it definitely hit an audience in a way that street fighter had been wanting to for a while since street fighter two. And I think six, especially after five was, was disappointing for a lot of people. I think six is just very well positioned to seize the collective consciousness and, and, People are hungry for a fighting game. People like fighting games. And honestly, like the anime fighting scene has done so much to raise that hunger for fighting games. Dragon Ball Fighters did so much to bring people into the fighting game realm who weren't previously in there, but they could boot up DBFZ and have fun playing as the Gokus. So maybe they could have fun playing as the Ryus. And uh i i do they genuinely can be th- the gokus or the
0: reuse yeah <laughs> They're
2: yeah all good I, I genuinely think that like street fighter is poised to have an absolute knockout with six if it manages to pull it off an absolute
0: knockout yeah eric yeah. van allen acts of the blood god yeah
2: quote that back of the box <laughs> backs of the box teeps i i so tekken 7 is popular and it is long running and it has stood the test of time and i would say it is the best Fighting game of the last generation There's of the PS4 no generation, Tekken... but it's not as popular as Dragon Ball Fighters or Street Fighter. It it just There's is not. There's
0: no <laughs> way Tekken is bigger than either of those. No, it's Certainly a fantastic series, though. I it's love it's very insular. Um, it's I think more popular in Japan mm. than in the US. Yeah. Um, I can say from my standpoint, our Street Fighter coverage is done way better than our Tekken coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, like anything, we got a Street Fighter elicited immediate and obvious uh interest whereas we had to really work i think um but i uh yeah i i, I think that street fighter 6 is going to be lit mm-hmm. it's the most excited i've been for a street fighter in years mm-hmm. yeah big time this episode is brought to you by reese's peanut butter cups in breaking news Um, I and then after this, it starts to get a little hazy,
2: right? Right.
0: With the actual release dates, but obviously a big one. It's going to be on our radar for the fall, maybe summer. Who knows? I mean, there's there's been talk of it coming out by the summer. I don't really think it will. Starfield has summer, has fall or winter. Yeah, written all over. I, it. Yeah.
1: Starfield yeah. is a
0: end of the year release for sure. They were like promising, oh, all of these games will be out within one year. I don't believe it was Starfield. I just don't. I think they were hopeful that it would be out in November, and then they delayed it. So, I think it'll be out in the winter. And I think it'll be huge. I hope it's good. Mm -hmm.
1: I hope for your sake as well. It won't break my heart if it's good or bad, but I know you're hinging a lot of emotions on this game
0: it's fine i've been disappointed many times i don't blame you if it's not if i'm a fucking vikings fan (laughs) if it's it's not if it's not good it's it's okay it's okay i'll I'll move on with my life life will go on
2: i i mean i think no matter what starfield's going to be a cool like conceptual game like if it's going to be like skyrim that's going to be a sandbox for people to play around in that has storylines that hold up as well as the sandcastle does but it's it's going to be something fun to tool around in and and do fun things in and mod the bejesus out of yeah and like that that's what you are usually guaranteed in a Bethesda game, even ones that have what I would say is a pretty bad story like Fallout 4 uh, still became like well remembered, well regarded sold well because it is such a good, rpg basis is a good it's almost like a rule set like you're buying the the player's manual for the newest bethesda rpg to play around in it and then people are going to make even cooler stuff and you're going to do even more cool stuff with it five ten years from now that's how i see starfield so even if it doesn't blow minds right at the beginning it'll still be something that's always worth keeping an eye on and, and following more so than anything like like cyberpunk Cyberpunk has like a fervent modding scene and stuff like that, but it it that will die down over time as as sequels come out, but a Bethesda game is such a like once every so often and we haven't had one in in a good while now that the the hunger is there. So, the hunger. The, the hunger. The question
0: that I have is I think fantasy is bigger than sci-fi. Even the biggest sci-fi series just star wars it's really just fantasy in space it has laser swords so i wonder if um starfield will be able to match uh the elder scrolls i don't think it will
1: it won't have the same or... name behind it for sure like elder scrolls is a very it's big It's a name. new thing
0: it's new yeah it's a new thing yeah i mean there'll be a, there's a ton of interest yeah. Don't get me wrong.
1: Oh yeah. Like, especially if it turns out to but, be good and the word of mouth is positive, like it could be as almost as big as Skyrim, I think.
0: But for as much interest as there is in, in Starfield, it's driven by the Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Elder Scrolls literally anything. Like you just drop one tiny tidbit of the Elder Scrolls. People go crazy. Which is w- like
2: we've wild. got
0: a freaking logo. A generic logo of the Elder Scrolls Six and people are still picking it apart years later. And Mountains. We got mountains. It's it's wild
2: to and me mountains. because I feel like Skyrim is the one carrying that. And I'd say that somebody that likes the Elder Scrolls, uh and and is a fan of like Oblivion and Marrowind and stuff. And, and I like
0: Daggerfall.
2: fall <laughs> uh, go back to the arena, please. Uh <laughs> but uh no, it's I do feel like Skyrim was the one that just it it catapulted. It was even above the fact that yeah. it was a good Bethesda RPG. It was the thing that everyone played. It was yeah. the thing that everyone played all the time. And even people who had never played RPGs before were picking Skyrim up. And so... To the point that
0: it's in our top 25 RPGs of all time
2: against my wishes. Yes, it was.
0: <laughs> it is one of the 25 best RPGs of all time. Eric deal with it. Mm,
2: yeah, okay. Okay. Let's we'll get ready for the Thunderdome. That's all I got to say. <laughs> but uh, just Throwing down. Let's go. I, I do think that, you know, Starfield's going to be a big one. Uh, I'm scrolling down through this list of. I think of uh, no one thing that was recently yet. mentioned
1: that should probably be brought up is uh, ease gonna get a new game plus
2: so east remakes. 10 is 2023 in japan we don't know when oh, we're getting it Falcon, in yeah, the u.s their,
1: their localizations tend to be kind of behind i heard yeah. they were going to try to improve that but i don't know if that's true or not
2: yeah sadly we, we might have to wait a while for that ship i think to crash. We, we'll
1: probably get the <laughs> we will probably get oath and felgana
0: um
2: on the switch yeah. I, that's I what i'm hoping for by that no no um
0: you know what i'm really excited about um if it ever comes out, Middle Slug
2: Tactics. If it ever yes. comes out, yeah.
0: yeah, it looks good. It does. It looks very nice.
2: Yeah, that's another <laughs> one where I have games. to pretend to to be okay with some things about how that game is getting made, <laughs> but um, I do. I'm really pumped for Armor Core Six. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, most people are. Um,
0: I made a list of my most anticipated games of um that are coming up.
2: Aiden is a big uh, one.
1: Aidan uh, I loved like I said yeah. Aodin Chronicles uh, Rising was a lot of fun one of my favorites of the year so I'm really looking forward to the full full meal.
2: Now. Yeah. Baldur's Gate 3 is like my number Baldur one Gates. with a bullet like When's I, that I cannot out? wait. It's, it's they August. A, they have a window August. of August right okay. now. Uh and they've been pretty good about hitting their windows so I I feel pretty confident in that and it's it's like far enough out that I think that that's a date they thought seriously about so Yeah. Uh, uh I'm, I'm pretty confident in that and I'm ready for Larian to destroy my life and just make me become a hermit for an entire month playing Baldur's Gate 3. I'm really looking forward to it. I finally have that. a computer
1: that's good enough to kind of get it on the ground floor. Do you think I'd be okay yes. just getting in on 3? Like, it should be fine, oh, right? Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, are you talking about, like, continuation from 1 and 2?
1: Yeah, like I haven't played one and two. But I just want to try three.
2: There are two characters that are going to be companions that are characters in Baldur's Gate 2. However, it does seem like they're pretty cognizant of the fact that a lot of people will be picking up Baldur's Gate 3 as their first one, and they'll probably right. do a little bit of filling in if you don't know who Jahira or Minsk are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that that game is is going to destroy me.
0: I, I, hmm. I'm curious. It'll be interesting to see how that one is received. I think it's one of the biggest wild cards of 2023. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it could end up being huge.
2: I think it could be huge and I also think it's going to
0: but also might be too much of an RPG as RPG. Maybe uh... maybe the RPGs that break out the most are the ones that are
2: action games. I I would have agreed with you 2 years ago, but We've had games like Disco Elysium. I was going to say
0: Disco Elysium, I think, has really changed the narrative, so to speak. Yeah. Disco Elysium's a mainstream, like a Witcher 3-level hit. It's a critical
2: darling. No. Very popular. Disco, here's my metric. I've got a friend who just plays stuff like Valorant and all that, and he was telling me recently that he had picked up Disco Elysium and loved it and couldn't stop playing it and just thought it was the coolest thing ever. It has reached those, those people. The normies. Yeah. It has reached the normies and they (laughs) care about that. And I think that is going to, and also Baldur's gate three looks like it might be something for the Bioware crowd to latch onto because we still don't know when Dreadwolf is coming and we haven't seen much about Dreadwolf up to this point. And Baldur's Gate 3 isn't just a Larian game, but it's Larian doing some Bioware stuff. It's got like Bioware conversations and companions. And I liked DOS 2 of what I played of it, but it did not have that level of like Bioware chilling with your companions, and hanging out, doing quests and, and like zooming in on people's faces and all that. And Baldur's Gate 3 is doing that. And I think it's going to capture some of that Bioware crowd that's now hungry from having been given the legendary edition, which was a fantastic port. But now they're like, well, we want to play something new. And Bioware is like, well, we don't got anything new. <laughs>
0: so. We have nothing. I, um, hmm. yeah, I don't know. It'll probably do very well. Yeah, yeah. it seems very dense. Um, I think that Bioware has kind of hung its hat in recent years on accessibility. Um, arguably, Bioware got big when it started licensing either known franchises like KOTOR, which was much more streamlined than Baldur's Gate 2, mm-hmm. or Mass Effect, which was an action shooter game with some RPG stuff uh, mixed in. Um, Alarian uh, Divinity Originals in... 2 was certainly very successful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that there's a uh, an appetite out there for that kind of classic Baldur's Gate 2 experience. I think it all depends on how accessible um, Larian ultimately manages to make it. Because to me, it seems fairly dense. But uh, I, sh- I guess we shall see. But uh, is there anything else we want to shout out from the year 2023? As always, it feels like there's a lot of games forthcoming that we can't even imagine. Yet. Hades 2 is going to yeah. be so many. Ex- I'm going to make real, surprises.
2: I'll have to make a real decision about whether I'm going to play the early access of Hades 2 or wait for it to I'm launch.
0: I'm glad I waited. We for don't know when Elden a- Chronicle is going to be
2: coming out at some point. Right. Um, shout outs to Fuga Melodies of Steel 2. Like, that first game, kind of neat did some cool stuff and they're making another one and you know what yeah, more power to them make another fuga i'm down for that that looks that looks neat um sacrifier looks pretty cool if you've if you've been looking for another chained echoes alike that could be surprisingly good sacrifiers looking blue. Cool. protocol
0: is basically a genshin knockoff right
2: blue protocol is like a bit more mmoe from what i have it, it gives me like fantasy star vibes a little bit like i got some pso vibes from yeah it. um oh the dq3 hmm. hd2d Oh, it could yes. also be something want, that we hear want about now. Yeah, do you
0: think that'll be out this year? I don't think I it'll think be so.
2: out next year. I'd be, I would be surprised, happily surprised if it is, but uh, I do want to hear about it. Some signs, yeah, of life. I just want
1: to know where it's going. <laughs> Please be alive there,
2: yeah, don't be um, stillborn. Same with stuff like I don't want to go back oh, and live. <laughs> same, same with She Dreams Elsewhere. I would love to to hear an update on She Dreams. Elsewhere." Oh, yeah, that'd be great, yeah.
0: Kind of want to go back and listen to one of these preview episodes from previous years and be like, what did I get right? And (laughs) how bad do I look? I know last year at this time, I was like, there's no way Starfield is being delayed. Mm -hmm. It's definitely coming out. Guess what, Kat? (laughs) Just bursting into tears. It's it's not. It's coming out. It's happening for sure. Um, What was the biggest surprise of 2022?
2: the biggest surprise of 2022 were there was there a big surprise i mean
0: I xenoblade
1: maybe it wasn't i say xenoblade yeah. being really good was a big surprise for me like i'm of course the biggest xenoblade simp ever but i can acknowledge that two had problems that when i first heard oh a new xenoblade is coming i said oh no here we go another round of discourse to wear me out but then it you note know, i i remember like looking at the reviews and seeing like nine out of ten ten out of ten like holy crap this game's written so well like what is this scene I am I, are, are people actually not trolling me right now so that was a bit of a surprise but it wasn't like the year before when we had hades and everyone was like whoa what the hell is this game what is going on here
0: hades really came out of nowhere it did
2: yeah well that was and i don't i don't know if it did because i do like supergiant has a pedigree at this point i feel like yeah but it broke
0: out but, but yes it... it broke out in a way like supergiant was a critical darling
2: Yes. Yes. Hades
0: broke out. I agree. Because it
2: ruled. Like uh.
1: I love Bastion and they're like I love uh Transistor, but oh, until Transistor. Hades became a higher, thing, like I feel like they weren't known as well. Like I wasn't expecting Hades to be as good as it is, as much as I love Supergiant, put it that way.
2: Uh Teeps brought up a good one that Live Alive was a huge surprise and yeah. i i wouldn't be too surprised to see another sudden like remake announcement happen i feel like the final fantasy tactics uh rumors have been spreading for some time and that i think that could really light the world on fire um i i would just love to see some more series get some remake god i who do i have which god do i have to fight to get a Lunar collection on the switch. I
1: would love, I would die for Lunar.
2: Please. You have to fight
1: Vic Ireland. That's actually the God you have to fight. Okay. It's out there.
2: Meet me in the Denny's parking lot, Vic Ireland. (laughs) 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 Which one? Oh, is that we're we,
0: we're at that part of the episode now? <laughs> yes. making threats so against telling Vic Ireland to meet us in the Denny's parking lot.
2: Yeah, yeah. that's no, that's my favorite. That's my new Nadia gets uh, Pit and or Nook. Eric gets who am I fighting at the Denny's parking lot this week?
0: <laughs> <laughs> this week it's Victor Ireland.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hold you to
2: that. Make what, that, that into that a I'll, segment that i'll fight somebody in the denny's park i will <coughs> come up eric with people. fighting in the denny's parking lot this week <laughs> that's how we close it out each week is eric who are you fighting in the denny's parking lot this week <laughs> elon <laughs> knuckles up elon, get in here <laughs> uh yeah and then the rock no
0: don't actually come over here no god <laughs> i mean i think it'd be video game
2: characters too i mean the rock is interesting because you get to say that you got your ass kicked by the rock and not many people oh, can true. say that That is true. so like it's most uh, the ones who have probably don't remember exactly so I like think. i feel like you get a good story out of that so yeah maybe maybe i'd fight the rock into denny's parking lot
0: i got a great story out of the time the rock put me in the hospital <laughs> uh,
2: so, bad, so bad
0: man wants to know will the fight be action or turn-based yeah uh.
2: Turn-based, obviously. Oh, God. It'll be like the the slap boxing or whatever.
0: <laughs> Wait your
1: turn, Rock. I got to punch you first. Then you can punch me.
2: Wait your turn, Rock. The
1: Rock says, what the hell
0: is this?
2: <laughs> you should have specked into speed, Rock. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One thing I can say about 2023, a lot of games will be delayed.
2: Yeah. There will be I a lot so. of
0: pleasant surprises. We'll be playing indie games. So we'll be like, where the heck did this come from? And I'll be like oh, that's really cool. I should find time to play it. And then I won't. Um, there will be a lot of discourse, a lot of weird discourse. We'll have inside jokes at the end of next year that we can't even dream about right now. Think about all the jokes that we didn't, we could only imagine from Elden Ring um, and all the
1: characters that we seen All the memeable characters, new memes in 2023. We can promise you
0: that much. Who will we meet Who will we love? What will be our RPG of the year? It's another year of Acts of the Blood God. Looking forward to it. All right, let's wrap up by picking our most anticipated RPG of 2023. Each of one of us. I'll start because everybody knows what mine is. It's Starfield. Mm. And I really just want it to be good because it's, it's, the elder scrolls in space with a spaceship that i'm flying around in with much deeper character uh, and much bigger universe and just i i i have faith that bethesda will get this right because while they their games may be buggy and their stories may be kind of boring the worlds that they create are always compelling and so i will play starfield and I will enjoy it and then I'll probably say what the heck is this bug what the heck a giant hit me and I'm flying into outer space definitely playing it on PC yeah Eric
2: how about you Uh, I mean I've already said this Baldur's gate 3 and there's not even a question about it Um, I I'm ready to roll my my playthrough character I've done enough early access characters I'm ready to decide on who my playthrough character will be I'm ready to have my heart crushed by the angry elf goth girl. Uh, I am ready to journey and quest and go and do dumb things and push people off of cliffs because they let you do it. And uh, yeah, Baldur's Gate 3 just really shaping up to be everything I want out of an RPG these days. And uh, especially since it sounds like we're not getting another Bioware thing for a long time, uh, that's that's going to have to be the thing that, that tides me over. But it, it does look really really good can't deny it so i, I really hope Delarian ends up delivering
0: how about you nadia
1: uh it's the easy one i'm going for tears of the kingdom i was just thinking recently about how playing the original zelda like how it made me feel just even mm-hmm. going through the fields in that game at nighttime and hearing the birds and the wind and stuff like that just so atmospheric i'm actually glad they didn't go with a full-blown soundtrack on the field now So I'm really kind of hoping to get that repeat experience. And if not that, then at least get a good story, get some good characters, get some really good world exploring in. It's uh, shaping up to be pretty awesome. And I'm also looking forward to a Switch Pro because I still think that's coming.
2: Hmm.
0: And let's just do one quick prediction for each of us. My prediction is that Final Fantasy VII Rebirth will be early 2024 rather than 2023.
1: I predict, like I said earlier, uh, they're going to do a big trailer for Tears of the Kingdom probably early next year, and they're going to announce the Switch Pro.
2: And and my prediction is I think they're going to announce a Final Fantasy Tactics remake or remaster uh, coming this year, or 2023, I should say. (laughs) There's not much time in 2022. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let
1: us meet back here at this time, one year from now, and (laughs) see where we are.
0: And apparently Elon Musk just resigned as Twitter CEO. (laughs) LOL. LOL, indeed. Amazing. (laughs) What a note to go out on. Well, we look forward to 2023. Check out our little trailer that tells you everything you can look forward to in 2023. from Max of the Blood God, spoiler alert, it's a lot of good stuff. It'll be a lot of fun. Until then, that's it for this week's episode of Acts of the Blood God. Thanks so much for listening. I have been your host, Cap Bailey. You can follow me on Twitter at the underscore KatBot. is at Nadia Oxford, and Eric is at CMOSI, S-E-A-M-O-O-S-I. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com slash Pod. We have a lot of bonus content. Pantheon of the Blood God, The Winter of Wick. Uh, it's, so, it's, it's such and such. A lot of good stuff. Charlene Dropouts. So subscribe and listen over there. And if you want to join our stars of destiny, you can come hang out with us and see how sick I am (laughs) firsthand. In the meantime, we'll be back next week as always to get plunge even deeper into 2023. Hey, maybe we'll get Austin Walker on here to talk about chain echoes. That needs to
2: happen. Very old Austin. If you're listening,
0: Austin, get on the show. Let's go. But until then, for Nadi, Eric, myself, thanks for listening and happy adventuring.